Hello, Rangers. Welcome back to This is Ranger Country. This is your host, John Fisher, here with Brad Anderson. It has been a minute, but we're back on the mics. We're ready to talk for uh, Season 3, Episode number 7, I think it is. Am I correct, Brad? I think we, we should almost go to, like, Season 4. It's yeah. been so long. It's but been a hiatus, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's not like we haven't been busy, right, John? I mean, I tell you what, it's... Uh, I looked up, I walked into Walgreens the other day to pick up something, and I walk in and there's all the uh, Valentine's Day stuff. Oh, yeah. And I audibly gasped and said, crap, I need to get stuff for Valentine's yeah. Day because it just absolutely snuck up on me. I, I It's hard for me to believe, and it's very cliche, that it's mid-February. And it's been just um, one of my assistant coaches um, says all the time, days, days are long, years are short. And... It's like couldn't be more couldn't be more true. So how are things going for you, John? You know, everything's going pretty well for me, Brad. There's been some major life changes since the last time I was on the mic. Same for you. I know um, I, I, my Jeep, uh, my beloved Jeep Wrangler JK uh, has shuffled off this mortal coil and I had to go out and buy a new F, not new, but it's such uh, a wordsmith. I had to go buy an F-150 so I could fit more kids and soccer equipment had to, into it. Had to buy an F-150. Uh, it was more what practical it? than the Jeep. It's 2020. That's amazing. Silver. It's pretty cool. I'm enjoying it. You know, I was really sad about the loss of my beloved Jeep, but yeah, me too, to because I, I got to drive it uh, this past fall. Yeah. to one of our half-day lunches at uh, at Schnitz, so I, I'm sad as well. Yeah, but you also got a new vehicle. Yeah, yeah, by virtue of some, you know, pretty traumatic. I, I don't. I hate to use the word traumatic. Uh, I, I mean, would say an uh, accident on the highway is traumatic. Yeah. Brad. Well, you know, coming home from a wrestling tournament, Shelby on the Lakeshore. I go out there every year. Um, we go out there to uh, wrestle in a tournament. A good buddy of mine, Dustin Dean, is the head coach out there. Anyways, he's student taught here back in the day, and you, you remember Dustin. Um, anyhow, we're on our way back. Sleet kicks up right about Coopersville, Marne area, and uh, I slid trying to avoid a spun-out car and hit the guardrail going 65, 70 miles an hour. Yeesh. My dad was napping in the, in the oh, passenger seat. Oh, that's not seat. a good way to wake up. That is not a good way to wake up. I mean, it peeled the front half of my car off like like uh, like you're peeling a top off of a, a tin can and um, get out. Nobody's injured. And then cars kept like spinning out. It was one of those days. But uh, yeah, total loss. And um, but I ended up with a forerunner. So I've got a silver forerunner, which is really cool. That's I've been that I've been dreaming about for a long time. So. Yeah, get to walk away from a from a totaled car and end up with a forerunner. I guess you know the universe has a way of even itself out. Kind of like you ever seen that Seinfeld episode where George would like lose twenty bucks, he'd like throw away twenty bucks, and then he'd put on a coat. Or was that Jerry? And then he'd and then he'd I think go it was into, Jerry. And then he'd go into a coat pocket, and there'd be like a twenty dollars. I feel like that's me sometimes. Like the universe very much has a way of evening itself well, out. Well, you know, so. I feel like if you develop enough good karma in life, if yeah. you've done enough good things, maybe the universe uh, I, rolls the dice in may, your direction a couple of times. Maybe that's the way it goes. Yeah, so both of us have new vehicles, and uh, that's always that's always fun. Um, but a lot going on on my end. You know, obviously, wrestling season takes up a lot of a lot of time. All to the good, though. Yep. We'll talk about that. We'll I'm talk way more about... interested in wrestling season this yeah, year. Yeah, no you offense, are. For... And, but, yeah, I'm definitely more yeah, into it this you're year. You're a wrestling dad. I am. You are a, like full-fledged wrestling dad and we'll talk about that when we get to athletics but um, I'm still sore my hands and my shoulders and my my legs we did on uh, Super Bowl Sunday and you were going to be a part of it to the last minute and yeah, that's you all will Dave be a part Tyler's of next... fault if he's listening uh, that's entirely Dave you Tyler's will, fault and well we'll talk about him too but uh, we played we got about 25 30 of my close buddies together and we played a snowball 
uh, flag football game. And uh, what a great time it was. We, we, we divided up the teams, kind of just we did a draft, me and Keith Van Strat uh, went to the stream, Streamside Hall, drafted the teams. We played it out on Sunday, and it, it's part of the strenuous life. And, and, John, you're a believer in that, that, hey, we're going to sit down and watch a game. And I did, you know, I'm going to stuff my face with uh, dip and charcuterie and all these good things. And why not get out and move before that? So we had a great and rousing game, 26-22 win for the uh, black side. And it was black and gray just to make it easy. I know everybody has a black shirt and a gray shirt. Jason LaFontaine was our quarterback. Uh, We had a a great team, great time. And then a a post-game social over there at Stoneshire and – I don't know if you know this, but uh, I was about to leave and we had pizza and, and, and just had a really great time with all the guys afterwards. And the group of guys sat me down in a circle and presented to me, this is one of the neatest moments of my adult life. Um, they presented to me a Claymore Scottish broadsword. Oh, wow. A replica of the one from Braveheart. Awesome. And Jason LaFontaine said some really nice words just about, um, you know, things that I do in the community. Anyways, it was, I, I couldn't speak. I love how you're I, selling that short on yourself, Brad, because I, you I, do so much for this community. You, well, you're one of the hardest working men, possibly the hardest working man in Forest Hills, and you're always trying to do things outside of the classroom and outside of even your coaching to bring community together. Well, the newspaper that. that we'll probably talk about here in a little yeah. while and, and the sporting events that you put together and... Just, uh, yeah, converting your garage into Streamside Hall so we can all get together there. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so, good. Don't well, sell yeah. it short, hey, man. Just like Bob Hope, anything for the troops, right? Sorry about it, the bells, guys. We are uh, <laughs> we are in the in the podcast studio during the bells ringing today, so we apologize yeah, little, for that. Yeah, a little reality check. So anyways, I get this, presents this broadsword to me, and you know that is definitely going up in the Streamside Hall. I, I was blown away. It was presented by my father, and um, you know he shared some words, so... Thank you, Jason, if you're listening, and thank you to the group of guys that, that pitched in to, to make that happen. That was really, really special moment. And uh, then we got to go watch the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. What did you do for the Super Bowl? So I had some people over to my house for the Super Bowl, yeah. um, and that's that's why I was kind of giving yeah, Dave I, some, no, dude, some guff the... about that. Because Dave was supposed to host, but then his wife had to go out of town for something. Right. and. Um, I guess she didn't want him messing up the house, basically, while no. she was gone, <laughs> um, which is understandable. Men can be a little bit messy sometimes. But uh, so we ended up hosting, and Robin, uh, she gets stressed out when we host. So good Lord, these bells. But uh, we uh, we had some people over, and I you know, got the house together, made some sliders for everybody. We had a good time. I made, uh, I made some good choices of Super Bowl squares. Yeah, so you host a party. I'm sore from uh, flag football. Super Bowl Sunday was a blast. Um, Friday daddy daughter dance it was great to see uh, a ton of local dads um at uh, the meyer gardens i tell you what forest hills community programs do an outstanding job of putting on this daddy daughter dance and it it was the theme was a night in paris and you get there and there's pictures that you can take and there's all sorts of uh you know there's a chocolate fountain and little little chocolate um candies what what a great night and um you know, just a ton of ton of folks. Great, a lot of '90s music. Nice. The DJ nailed it. He played a lot of '90s music, and "Jump Around" was probably the most uh, favorite song. But uh, yeah, "Daddy Daughter Dance" was this past Friday, and um, yeah, just a lot of good things going on. You know, I, those are I, those are beautiful moments, Brad. That uh, I have a couple of buddies that went to that too. Jason Thurston is a, okay. a friend from the community, and then uh, uh, Joe Nolan both took their their young daughters to that. 
And uh, that made me think, man, I need to have a daddy-daughter date. Every once in a while, I'll take Julia out just to, to dinner and, and whatnot so she'll know how a guy should treat her in the future. And i got to make sure, like you said, days are, are uh, long, but years are short. Correct. And I just thought about it. I just renewed my teaching certificate yesterday. And the next time I do that, she'll be a senior. Actually, she'll be done with school. Wow. She'll be yeah. out of school by the next time I have to renew my that's, teaching certificate. That's incredible to yeah. think about that, that that's the next time you'll have to do that. Yeah. Um, it, it hit me that day in the, in the HR office when I was getting it notarized, I was like, oh, man, wow, that's not very long. Yep, it's, and so. it's going to fly by in a blink. So I'm looking at uh, the Ada Cascade Bugle. Uh, January 2023 edition. It's a good newspaper. Everybody should read that. Absolutely. If you haven't uh, gotten it in the mail, we do every door direct, every door direct mail uh, once a month, and we've we've expanded now to 4,500 families in, in Ada Cascade. So that's almost double the first time you did it. Double right? the first the first time. Well, we the first edition was 1,500. It was 1,500. Okay. And it was very limited. And now we've grown with uh, so it's a more than double. We add a route every time. So I think we're at, at our capacity right now until we can get some uh, more advertisements and community help. But uh, day 4,500 is great. But I'm looking at it and it says Winter Wonderland 22. And I've got to ask you, John, your thoughts on the, the blizzard of 22. Uh, because we've been hearing about the blizzard of 1978 since we were little right yeah we we got hammered pretty good a couple of times but it's so hard to relate to because the snow instantly like disappeared like a week afterwards right so i was in thailand for two weeks and i uh, went there to visit my sister my sister lives in bangkok thailand and what a journey that was that'll be for a different day different dollar but uh took 30 hours to get there 30 hours to get home and <clears throat> When I was there in Thailand, I got to be honest with you. I was jealous. I love a good snowstorm over Christmas. We it, had a good one. I, I, I love a snow the week before Christmas and the week after, and it can melt on New Year's. And literally, we are hearing about – I'm getting all sorts of alerts on my phone. Um, you know, you're seeing all this on, on Twitter and on the, on the news that, that's coming up on my phone, and then we get home, and there's no snow. Yep. We got home like December 30th and there or 31st and there was absolutely no snow on the ground. And we had um I don't know what over 17 inches of snow. It like it right. dumped on us and you know, it's 53 degrees and rainy today. That's what I'm saying. Like spring has just kept it's, on it's fools, forcing its way through. It's fool's spring right yeah. now. I, you ever see those like Midwesterner memes like it, we're in we're in fool's spring. And then there'll be where the flowers start to pop up and then regret it. Yeah, right. They they, they get yeah. Exactly. Um, so Winter Wonderland 22, if you haven't seen the um, Ada Cascade Bugle, please check it out. We did a year in review 2022. We did a hometown edition with all the different pictures. And um, I'm sure a lot of these will end up in the history books of Ada Cascade. And we uh, also had some news about, uh, speaking of Dave Tyler. Um, yeah, he's got a new clinic that he's, he's just opened here. He's got a new clinic, here. Peak Performance Center, opens his doors. Um, it's an all a one-on-one -on -one personal personal attention training center uh, and physical physical training center. And Dave is your great friend, um, but more importantly, he is he is a great community member. He is. And he's providing this really great service. And he's an excellent physical therapist. That's what he, he does is he does one-on-one -on -one physical therapy, and he specializes in working with athletes, but he also works like – he worked on me. I, I hurt my shoulder a few years ago, and I went through like eight months of physical therapy, and he did that for me. I know he does knees, back, shoulders, the whole gamut. And he ended up leaving where he used to be because he had they were having him work with too many people at a time, and he didn't feel like he was getting to spend enough time with his, uh, right. his patients slash clients. And so he left, and he opened up his own place so he could work one-on-one -on -one 
individual attention really make sure he's helping people heal yeah. so so check check, check out him out he's on cascade across from graceland cemetery i believe yeah D- D- and dave is uh not only a great physical therapist and a uh, heck of a football player but he's also one heck of a cornhole player he is he's an excellent cornhole player he's almost as good as i am yeah <laughs> i think that's uh, i think that's a challenge right there so that's kind of what we've been up to um what, tell us john what's what's been happening here at the school we're coming off a of winterfest week Yes. So last week was Winterfest week here at the school where we have uh, we have spirit days every day where the kids will dress up. Uh, Monday was pajama day. That's always a, a staff favorite. I don't know. The kids basically wear pajamas whenever they want, but staff ends up loving pajama day. We had some interesting dress up days this year. We did a minion day. I wasn't exactly sure how to dress up for that one. Uh, there was a sports jersey day and uh, several others, uh, you know, Ranger Pride Day, obviously. And uh, at the end of win- winter, uh, Winterfest week, we have an assembly, which Brad Anderson is integral in setting up, uh, where there's music played and there's events. And they well, so can, are you, John. Well, you know, I help out a little bit, but it's a team. You know, the assembly was was really great. And shout out to Kristen O'Brien for all of her efforts during Winterfest week. In the last couple of years, there's been it always ends up rainy and forty, True. and it's it doesn't have this wintery feel to it but she makes it so special we do window painting uh which macho you can volleyball. see macho volleyball is one of the you know it's one of the most heated volleyball games of the year this and year do it all... definitely was oh yeah the i was there for the that seniors were uh it came the down to the won. last point the Correct. juniors won it was the third game who had that... the final kill um i think it might have been i'm not 100 percent sure but it might have been hutkins he had himself a heck of a game i yeah. was i was announcing saltini and i were announcing and i took to starting to call him uh, mr d1 because he really ought to be a d1 athlete if he's not absolutely it would be and, a shame uh, little because he told me that yesterday he got a phone call from uh, west point i think he was standing out in the hallway in, really in lunch during lunch he got a call from uh, and an offer from uh, west point he's just one so. of those kids that athletically he's just good at whatever he he puts his mind to and so it's pretty it's pretty amazing to watch yeah, him do competitor and he's great he, on the basketball team yeah. he's great on the football field no, he's a heck of a wrestler back in the day too so i mean if whatever he does chess or checkers he's going to be really competitive so yeah macho volleyball is uh, a really great tradition we have here that goes back you know close to 20 years we've been doing that over winterfest and then we had the winterfest crowning ceremony at the um, at the basketball game and everett phipps yep everett, everett phipps like everett you said phipps. he uh He's one of those guys who uh, has the Von Rod- Rodriguez effect, right? Wasn't it Von? That, I call it uh, the Von, Re- yeah, the Von Rodriguez effect. Uh, just doing everything he can his senior year. Yeah, and it's so neat because some some kids check out during their senior year, but Everett Phipps. So Everett, he's in Model UN. He's in the symph- I think Symphony or Orchestra. He is going to be the lion in the Wizard of Oz coming up in March. We're going to talk about that probably in our next episode. Um, he was he, Colonel he, Mustard in the in Colonel play. Mustard in the play, and he was on the wrestling team. He, he wrestled, and I think he's one of the captains of the rowing team. Don't quote me on that, but I know he's on the rowing team. So the guy covers you know so much ground, and then now he gets crowned Winterfest King. And um, let me tell you, small little nugget of info: two thousand Winterfest King, John. Yes, that's right, right. Here, yep. right here. So. From one king to another, I, I, I tip my cap to Everett Phipps. Brad, i got to ask you, did you uh, – I don't know if you guys did the lip sync at the assemblies back in your day like we do now, but anybody you, who's on the court has to do a, a lip sync battle, I, essentially. I would have really struggled to do the lip sync, but I tell you what we did do. Do you remember the show Singled Out? Yes. MTV Singled yes, Out where I do. you had one guy and one girl and the, and the crowd Is audience. That Carmen Electra? That yes, Carmen Electra, and, they, and, they, and the audience would go through a series of questions that – um, whittled down the, the the audience to one person, and that was supposedly the person for the. So, anyways, my senior year, 
at the assembly. How embarrassing is this? Myself, and I, I think it was Jamie Krieger, who was the queen, we were out in the middle of the gym. They sat me down, blindfolded me, and every girl in the audience, junior, seniors, freshmen, had all answered questions and I and, and to my liking, right? Okay. And so they'd be like, Shawshank Redemption or, you know, Legally Blonde. And I'm Shawshank, like, Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. Yeah. And so, like, all the girls that are Shawshank, I'm just using that as an example. And they would sit down. And then it got weeded out of probably 600 girls. It got down to one. And turn around and there's your, you know, I don't know. We didn't go out on Who was it? It was oh, no, Jen McFarland. Okay. Jennifer McFarland. And uh, friend shout of out mine, to Jennifer, friend of mine. Uh, but <laughs> anyhow, it was so embarrassing. I was mortified. <laughs> it was just I, I did not like attention like that. And uh, yeah, to be in the middle of the assembly, let alone just getting crowned. That was that was cool. But then having that experience, I'm, it's a as you call it, a core memory. Yeah. But it's one of those where I was I was like pitted out. I was I was so nervous. And I was like, yeah, I remember was, when uh, I was a senior, I was not on the court, um, fortunately, but. What they did to our court members, the guys, they brought them all out onto the floor and they had all the girls stand in line in front of them. They blindfolded the guys and then they told the guys that each girl was going to kiss them and they had to try to figure out which girl it was um, or one of the girls was going to kiss them. They had to guess which girl kissed them. And I don't remember what the uh, the allness of it was, but essentially once the blindfolds were on, their mothers, their mothers came were brought out. in oh, yeah, and their mothers classic. kissed them. And... Uh, Oh man, it was great for all of us. It was pretty humiliating for the guys. Oh, that that that, that would have been even worse. For me. That would have been even worse, <laughs> even more mortified. But anyhow, we don't do anything like that anymore. We, we do not. We do not. It's it's very it's it's really great. They put on these very elaborate skits and lip syncs in front of the student body, and they're great. They're well coordinated. Everett and his, and and his, he nailed it, man. And, he did the splits during his. Yes, I think, he was did he, the splits. Annie Duma? Is that who? He? Um, no, I think he was with Megan Fox. Was he with was Megan he? Fox? I think so. Or Sophie, I don't remember who his partner was. I couldn't but. remember. Yeah, because we're we're in the throes of the assembly. But uh, the assembly, so Everett Fitz wins King, and then Megan Fox yep. was the queen, and absolutely delightful young lady. She's on the dance team. Excellent student. Great representative for Forest Hill Central. So what a great pair. And then back to the assembly, the mattress race, which is our winter fest. Uh, C, uh, C, Ranger Challenge. That was unexpected. That that ended up being whoever won the mattress race competition won Winterfest. Right. Because the juniors had won something. It they, was all I think tied. They, they won Macho Volleyball or whatever and the window painting and then Spirit Days dress up. Everybody was tied. And whoever, whichever class won the mattress race was going to take home the proverbial trophy of uh, Winterfest. Weekend. And we did freshmen versus juniors and sophomores versus seniors in the semifinal, mm -hmm. and both underdogs won. Yes, the freshmen, freshmen and sophomores beat the juniors and seniors. It's unprecedented, unprecedented. as far as I know. That's it is, never it happened. It has never happened. As being, I've been involved in what used to be called senior challenge. And they didn't just win. They crushed. They won by almost crushed. half a length of like the gym. It was, it was remarkable. Amazing. And um, it yeah, sophomores ended up being victorious in the end, defeating the freshmen, but that's never happened. We've never had a, 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 a sophomore-freshman final and then the sophomores winning Winterfest. That is a definite first. But, you know, that goes into the overall standings for the Ranger Challenge. So I believe seniors won the tug of war. Mm -hmm. Sophomores, I think, finished third or fourth. And so now we're in, we'll have to check the points, but it's going to come down to the springtime human foosball on the football field oh i love that day that is great that was that was really great so anyhow Winterfest, a lot of fun around here and great times and it kind of gets you through the doldrums of 
winter it gets us through and then we have a four-day weekend coming up which is really fantastic and absolutely the countdown, the countdown to spring break begins and not that i'm counting but we have 41 days and six and a half hours our seniors have less than uh let's see they're at like the 45 day mark before they're done 45 school days before they're done 45 done. school days that's yeah. that that's incredible it's a it's a it's a race at this point and to try to get everything that, done. We will begin bringing up that countdown as we do. And we need to do more episodes uh, more frequently, right? Uh, Pine Ridge Lip Sync. Pine Ridge put on a magnificent – this is a first. I heard and it was pretty amazing. What, Nathan Peltz, their principal, has been doing just an absolutely outstanding job of bringing people together. Uh, last springtime he did a – um, it was like not a. It was like a festival, outdoor festival, where he brought in food trucks and he brought in, uh, you know, a popsicle machine and uh, uh, cotton candy, and kids got to run around, and that was really neat. And then this is new. He did a lip sync, so kids got to sign up for a lip sync, and my daughter uh, did it. She was one of twenty groups, and but what, what was really the crowd. The crowd pleaser was the staff lip sync at the very beginning. They came out as trolls, like the, you know, Trolls World Tour. Yeah. And wow. Brandon what, Greer was uh, King Poppy, right? Or oh, not King Poppy, King Poppy's dad, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, I, that, that seems like a lifetime ago that I was watching the Trolls episode, or movies. But what an outstanding job that they did. And, you know, really, really want to compliment the Pine Ridge staff for you know, practicing it and being so on point and then and putting yourself out there. Teachers are performers uh, at, to begin with, but to get out there in front of the crowd, wow, what a, what a neat way to create community and connect with the kids. And then all of the acts that came on after that were so adorable. And um, there was classic rock, there was pop music, there was oldies. It, it, I heard was there was really... a, well, let's see, somebody did Carly Rae Jemsen's Call Me Maybe, and that one was pretty good with giant inflatable phones and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Call Me Maybe. My girl did uh, uh, Eye of the Tiger. Nice. Or, or, or what's the uh, Katy Perry version of that? Oh, that's Roar. Roar. Okay, yes. yeah, Roar. They did Roar. So that was uh, really something special Excellent. for Pine Ridge and the Pine Ridge family. Uh, Girl Scout cookie sales came to a close, so hopefully you picked up your Girl Scout cookies. Those should be coming out here in the next month or so. That's always a great. That's like do, a, your that's girls, like Chris, do, do your girls do Girl Scouts? My my middle child Stella does Girl Scouts. Okay. Shout out to Sean Castillo, who is quite possibly the greatest Girl Scout troop leader in the history of troop leaders. Um, we're doing. We're, we're busy all the time with really positive and uplifting activities. All of the families were at a Griffins game this past Saturday awesome. for Griffins Hockey Night, and the girls are just doing really, really, you know, uh, deep and en enriching things um, on a routine basis. But, uh, yes, my girls are in Girl Scouts, and it's always great on that day where you're not expecting the cookies and yep. the cookies arrive. So I've got uh, my, my hookup is Samara Chatterton, uh, Kristen Chatterton's daughter. So Kristen – will come over, give me the form, I'll fill it out, and then at some point in the future, I, I never know when, she walks across the hallway with a bag of uh, delightful cookies. Okay, and, what's your favorite? Well, I like the uh, the peanut butter tagalongs myself. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the ones covered in chocolate. Okay. I okay. order the Thin Mints to give to my classes, because I know I'm not going to eat those. I'm not a big mint guy myself. But I love the ones that were formerly called Samoans, too. They're like the coconut chocolatey ones, too. Oh, my goodness. Those are um, what's caramel your delights. Caramel delights. And last year, so we, I, I do kind of something similar. I think I've got the first floor covered here. I sell it to all the students and, and we buy them. And a bunch of students said, hey, if you buy extra boxes, we'll, we'll buy them. So I bought like 
20 extra boxes. Did you get the lemon one last year? No, I'm not a big lemon guy. Oh, the lemons ended up being surprisingly yeah, good. I'm not a big lemon guy, but I bought 20 extra boxes just on the premise of like, hey, I'll, you know, I'll sell them if kids want them and I'll have them around. Mm-hmm. No kids bought them. Oh, man. Um, so I ended up <laughs> over the course of the last six months, like Eating little by boxes. little having it. Yeah, that's probably where my extra LBs came for. So they're gone. They're done. Thanks they, a lot, they, Stella. They, they, I, yeah, I <laughs> ate them right up until December and they're luckily gone. And what do you know? I've lost about five, six pounds. There you and, go. Because I'm not eating fistfuls of cookies on a daily basis. But uh, yeah, Girl Scout cookies will be coming out. Community updates. Boy, it seems like a lifetime ago, but the Ada uh, Chili Cook-Off and Beer Festival was another smash hit. Yeah, absolutely. It was it the was. Gravel Bottom gravel Chili bottom that won, one. The, uh, won it was. the chili. And you and I got to judge. I actually did get to judge Gravel Bottom as one of my contestants, and I thought they made a good traditional chili. You know, it's the kind of chili, red chili, that you would make in your own kitchen. Um, there were some other ones also that I voted very highly, but that was an excellent contender, and they ended up taking home the trophy, and they were pretty proud of that. So I voted for them as well, and uh, not just because I have an affinity for the Gravel Bottom folks. Which and we I do. Think, which we do, but their chili was outstanding, and like you said, it, it pleased many palates. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't too hot. It wasn't too mild. It was just right. It had a real great, you know, you could have a pot of that and, and share it with your friends. The the one that I really like is, uh, oh my goodness, the dads. Um, it's a group of dads. Um, yeah, they made a really good they, chili. It's it's kind of got a sweetness to it, and mm-hmm. a little bit of heat, and they put the pickle shavings over it. Yep. That one, um, gosh, what was their what was their group name? That gets my vote every time. That gets my top vote. And they've won the People's Choice, I think, but I don't, I'm not sure they were in it this year, which I think they got robbed. But uh, that's, hey, that's that's how it goes. That's competition. And um, so, yeah, Ada Chili Cook-Off and Beer Festival was outstanding. Ada Santa Parade, it wasn't bitter cold this year. It was actually quite nice. And uh, that was a great, uh, great tradition. Ada Social District opens this i believe it's open now wednesday well, it, through saturday it, it was definitely open during the tinsel treats and trolleys at least i hope it was because uh there were a lot of people participating in it if it wasn't open that was fantastic that's one of my favorites and uh tinsel trolley and treats it's it's circled every year and if you haven't been to it i know it's 11 months away or tw- you know 10 months away you need to uh next year you need to go it's great for the kids it's great for the adults um ada is getting more compact so it's less walking and less trolley time and mm-hmm. more just I saw you down there at, yep, at, at Gravel year. Bottom and, and down at the and, and it's just such a great time to see all your friends. I have an announcement to make. All right. Which is great if we're talking about community events. May 13th, it's in the books. May 13th, 5 p.m. at Ada Park. We are putting on, and I say we, it's the Ada Historical Society and uh, TVBL, Thornapple Valley Baseball League. Uh, we're coming together and we are hosting a vintage baseball game. So, John, you're going to be, I'm, offering it up to you on air. I don't think you knew about this. But I didn't know vi- about this. The vintage baseball game is going to be played in 1870 styles baseball on the uh, field there at Ada Park. So the non-tapered bats, like they basically used to use a, a long, thin bat. That's that, basically it, like yeah. a rail splitter. They call yeah. it like a rail splitter or a Buford bat. And um, no gloves, but I'm, I'm kind of making an adaptation there. So there's a little bit of leeway in the – in the 1880s, they played. They started to play with almost like a leather glove. Mm-hmm. Well, you it just it was just it, on your fingers. It basically. was like a leather glove, so you don't didn't you know completely destroy your hand. So I'm looking into everybody playing with a leather glove, but for the most part, it's 1870s rules, and it will be a really fun time. We're trying. Tell you to what, go if after. I do play, I'm going to wear a mouth guard, whether that's 1870s or not, because <laughs> I don't need to lose my teeth. And, and the idea there is to. I mean, obviously, it's not 
just for the crowd, but it's for the players to get together and, um, you know, have a nice little experience and hopefully we get a little bit of a crowd we're working on getting a beer tent there i can't promise the beer tent but we're working on a beer tent and uh trying to make it a nice little community event and get out the varsity baseball team to maybe do some sort of demonstration and 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 have a little bit of thornapple valley baseball league involvement that should be right around the time that we do the uh um, staff versus uh varsity softball game too it'll probably be maybe the week before that or so because the uh, seniors will be graduating their last day is on the 10th that's the last day of their exams they graduate on the 17th and we usually do our game against the week before before that so it should be happening right around there i gotta tell you though that weekend is a big weekend in the fisher household so that might be a big sacrifice for me because um, you don't know this about me, maybe I don't know, but I'm I'm big uh, Zelda nerd, the Zelda video game series. I have a Zelda tattoo. I got my daughter into the Breath of the Wild uh, series, and uh, Breath of the Wild Two comes out on May twelfth. I've heard of it, but it comes it out on May twelfth. It, it is riveting, Brad. Very geeky. Uh, Julia and I both love it. We told Robin we wouldn't even go to the cottage that weekend because we've got some uh, gaming to do. Okay. But, okay. You might have to break away for two hours. I, I might have to break away, break for, away that. for two it hours. Well, worthy. that's a big weekend for me too. That's I, I call. I call it April, May, Sember, and April, May, Sember is just, everybody goes, oh, things are going to slow down. They do they not, do not slow, slow down. down. April not in our world. April and May is seven days a week, every day. You're rolling in at 9 p.m. Um, no matter who you are and what you're doing, it is the busiest time of the year. And then, um, yeah, and, th- and that particular weekend, it's my mom's birthday. You've got my daughter's birthday, the so- Mother's soccer Day. Soccer will be going on. Soccer will be going on. Too. Softball will be going on. Lacrosse is going on. It's, it's crazy. But, uh, hey, if you can fit in the um, – the vintage baseball game, mark your calendar, May 13th at Ada Park. Um, we're running out of time here because I know you've got to go do a presentation. Talking a little bit about just a very, very brief rundown. Um, how cool was uh, Ford Field, John? I know it's been two months, but Ford Field experience, I know. Getting to I- go see our state championship game, you know, competing for the state championship at Ford Field was next level, Brad. There's a, seeing our entire community there um, at the at the field, getting to support our boys, um, Watching them play that game where they, you know, they gave as good as they got. They ended up losing, obviously, to the private school. But, uh, you know, we were the public school champions uh, of yeah. Division Two. I'm not going to go off on a rant here, but because you know my feelings. But we are, yeah, we got public give... school state champions in my in my opinion. They 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 rolled out with over, you know, close. To, I think they had a hundred kids on the team and one of them is and, going to play uh he's going to be a starting quarterback at cincinnati yeah and then you know their roster Tip of the, cap to in that the kid. He official was program was in it was in four size four font because yeah. they had to fit that many kids on and uh you know i, I know tim rogers and our coaching staff would never say so nope uh because they hey you got it state title is a state title but uh you know public school state champions i really think the the, the battle in the blizzard against dexter was the was the state championship the of one the game that I didn't teams. get to see this year? It was it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. So congratulations to the football squad um, on to winter sports. So uh, men's basketball, men's basketball is rolling. I think they're contenders for the uh, the OK White Championship. There's a lot of parity this year. Mm-hmm. You have Gr Christian in the mix. You have Byron Center in the mix. Egr Lowell, and then Forestville Central. And there's a lot of this like. One game up, one game down. Oh, yeah. So, Coach Carr. There's been Coach some George. losses and some wins, and they started off. I think that they started off a little rough, but they've really come back from that. 
But uh, even the losses have been tight losses. There, nobody's steamrolled them this year, as far yeah, as I Jay know. Yeah, Jay Coning, Jonah Van, uh, uh, Vanderwood. Yeah, I've been yeah. announcing most of the games, the the ones that I can, and I call Vanderwood's name uh, Brady Miller. Uh, Brady he is Miller, a heck of a ball handler. Yeah, he's man. a real humble guy. I like I love Brady's style, man. He he's a real cerebral player and just a good kid and uh, gets it done. Yep, of course you got Ty Hudkins on the squad, yep. and you got Ray Ray Ray, Car- Ray, Ray Cargill. Cargill going out there frustrating people defensively. Yes, he does. He, he's you know really gritty. So yeah, uh, basketball team guys, basketball team's rolling. Um, they have a Friday night game coming up, and then you've been also announcing for the girls basketball. I have. I've been announcing for the girls basketball teams as well. They've they've had a good season. Um, in fact, they just beat Northview the other day. The boys fell to Northview, unfortunately, in a very tight matchup. The girls played Northview Varsity girls right before that, and it was a super tight game as well. There were some really good players on that team, and we ended up walking away with a W. It was a tight one. Um, uh, let's see, Maggie Snyder is always integral on that team. She is uh, low post, power forward, and she's down there banging off the glass. And there was some outside shooting. I think Anara Banks might have put in a three. Um, Z Cummings, uh, she was working her butt off out there. And um, it was actually senior night as well. So Maya Holsier, she was she was down there working. She was one of the starting five. And uh, um, Delaney Smith, I love Delaney Smith. She was out there point guard working working all over the court, breaking ankles. It was a great game, and they ended up coming away with it. So I was really excited for them. That's to fantastic. Get to do that yeah, on they've senior been night. Hard, good, good for them, and, and and hopefully they keep rolling in the OK yeah, well, White. Yeah, uh, they've got um, Coning, and she's only what a, a sophomore. Is that? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah, certain. she she's one of the better players. Well, I don't want to say that, but she is. One, she's a great player, yeah. and she's got several more years here Coney's at Forest Hills on that team. Yeah, so they've been been great athletes all, all throughout. Uh, you know, I, I know older brother and and Jake and and her. They uh, very glad to have family. them in the ranks. Yep. Um, so hockey as well. Um, uh, Milak scored. Didn't he hit a hundred? Um, a hundred points. I think that's a hundred, a hundred goals and a hundred assists. Or I mean, it's a combination of a hundred goals and assists. Okay. So whatever that combination is, it's a. They called it a hundred points. I think it's a pretty neat benchmark. I know so. we just took Mona Shores in a very tight, very contentious game recently. There was a match against Mona Shores, and um, the Rangers got up on them, and uh, there was there was some pretty. Nasty stuff that happened towards the end of the game. One of the players from Mona Shores uh, punched uh, Anthony Ott right in the mouth, split his lip, ended up taking an official down when the official Get tried to separate here. him. Yeah, they knocked the uh, they knocked the the goal right off its posts so to try to stop to Forest Hills from scoring. Does he get ejected? He, get, he got a two-game suspension, yeah. yeah so was, he was, was out. Say, you, you're that, not know, allowed to tackle an official. I know that in hockey there's a level of physicality that is a lot allowed and even encouraged sometimes, but that seems over the well, top. Well, the kid was heated. He was in the moment, and, you know, fights happen in hockey, and the official grabbed him by the back of the shoulder, and he just spun on whoever was grabbing him oh, and yeah, he threw him to the ground. It just happened to sure. be the official. Well, it's kind of great. Uh, FHC Hockey, I just saw yesterday, they're ranked in the top 25. In, in Division Two, I believe that's that's outstanding. I know that they had a bit of a rough start, but now they're rolling, and yep. uh, we're getting into the postseason where anything can happen. And with hockey, if you have your day and 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 you're on, those guys could roll. Yeah, and, shout and out to let's see, we got Mike Hazard on the team. He's in my class. Eli Lipke. Eli Lipke's out there. Sammy Milak, like you said, uh, Anthony Ott. Um, oh, there's a couple more that I'm forgetting, and they're going to be annoyed with me. But uh, they've they've been playing hard. Yeah, so. keep keep it up, FHC hockey, and uh, that takes us to uh, wrestling. 
John? Yes, wrestling. How's the, you are a wrestling dad. How's I am officially a wrestling dad. My daughter, Julia, uh, used to play basketball, but this year she, she wanted to branch out a little bit and try something new. And so I told her, hey, uh, you should go out for wrestling. You're a physical kid. You're a rough and tumble kind of kid. Strenuous life, like you said. Yep. And so I got her to go out for wrestling. She has made some friends. There are four girls that are all wrestling at the seventh grade level right now. Carly Ripmaster, Lulu Cousins, uh, Isabel Spratke, and Julia Fisher. And they're going to wrestle next year, too, I'm sure. They're having I'm, a good time doing it and competing. I'm so proud of them. And uh, I'm, I'm very much, in, obviously, very much involved with the youth wrestling and the high school wrestling but uh i don't i don't get to be around the middle school wrestling a ton because it just it doesn't it overlaps with the high school right. and the youth so it's in the very capable hands of nick catcher my good friend nick catcher and mike castillo who are two incredibly accomplished wrestlers nick wrestled at michigan and mike castillo wrestled at michigan state and they also are alumni of fhc and were great high school wrestlers and so you know very capable hands and i'm so happy to have the four ladies out and I get a lot of updates on them and my daughters wrestle and I think the future is very bright when it comes to girls wrestling here at FHC in fact we're taking a full youth girls team down to the dual state championships not this weekend but the following weekend on the 26th and yep. you know we're going to be down there so we're to so that's school, a K through 8 team a K through 8 team there's eight teams at the state championships get this our school our school is taking a team we are going against, and it might it might not work out that our team is going against regions. So it's like FHC. So they're assembling their kids from an entire region, correct. and we're just taking Metro Rangers. region, East region, South region, Forest Hill Central girls team. Yeah, that's so, that's the only struggle with girls wrestling right now is it's kind of hit or miss. You know, right? I've got we got these four girls, and it's pretty. There's a couple of the girls on the team that are willing to wrestle guys. And that's cool. And there's a couple that really aren't feeling that at this point. Right. Because they're young. They're seventh graders. It's kind of awkward. Um, but, uh, yeah, sometimes they'll, you know, go as far away as Fruitport or Wayland or, or whatnot and get there and not have a match. They right. Don't get to wrestle. So. Right. That's the, and that's the tough thing. It's hard to manufacture people to wrestle. And so that's why this is cool because eight teams were guaranteed three duels. It'll be it'll be it'll be an experience. It'll be, we'll be a good down experience. on the floor. I'm, I'm really excited for that. Uh, speaking of the youth wrestling, I gotta I gotta tip my uh, tip my cap to uh, Clay Hadinger, uh, the president of the FHC Youth Wrestling Club. Guy's been hustling all winter long, all fall long, and we've had we have a robust and very strong youth program right now. Our Mighty Rangers, we're we're over 40 wrestlers, close to 50 wrestlers. That's our K through second program. Our Junior Rangers, 50 strong, and we've been wrestling every weekend. We were the runner up in the Grand Rapids Area Wrestling League um, just this past week, and we're going to be heading to Belding on Sunday for kind of a regional type um, championship. And uh, really look forward to testing ourselves there. And uh, Coach Matt Becker and and a whole bevy of coaches have, have been really working hard to get our Junior Rangers uh, ready for competition. And we've been doing incredible. And um, really looking forward to the postseason and taking a ton of kids down to the state tournament. And that brings us to the high school wrestling season, which you know, near and dear to my heart. We have four guys moving on to the regionals. That's Blake Jacobs at 138 pounds, took third at the districts. Landon Cook took third at 165. Michael Campbell took fourth at 157. And Alex Korf, a junior, took fourth at 190 pounds. So they head to regionals. Um, if they place top four at regionals, they will go to the state finals at Ford Field, which is a really cool experience. Ashley Skank is wrestling this weekend, along with Annalise Brinks and Maggie Shimmick. They're wrestling at the 
girls regionals and if they play top four at the girls regionals they qualify for the state finals at ford field so awesome. a lot of wrestling going on right now and a lot of great opportunities we were team district champions we have a record of 13 and 11 13 wins 11 losses but we drew probably one of the worst draws you can draw regional semifinals tonight we have number 41 ranked in the country lowell ah yes they are a great wrestling program and we don't like to give them very many accolades, but they are. They're very good. We and, just faced uh, them at the middle school last night, and they, um, I think it was like 48 to 6 or they something. They have a lot of good pretty wrestlers. Quickly. And, uh, you know, hopefully through the uh, the efforts of our youth wrestling club and our middle school program, we can uh, begin to climb that that, that mountain. Yeah. Um, but the trick uh, with Lowell is it seems like they've shifted. So they're the best athletes that they have are going into the wrestling program. Not basketball, not trick. lacrosse, not football. They're going wrestling it's as what their they do. main sport. And we have uh, such diversity of sports at our school. We've got a lot of talented athletes, but it's kind of dispersed throughout all yeah, the different we have, sports. Yeah, we have the most. It's, it's kind of a joke when I go to these wrestling meetings because we have, of any high school in, in West Michigan, we have, and this is awesome, we have the most offerings of varsity sports and the most offering of club sports. So there's an incredible amount of uh, really good opportunities. But it does distribute kids. some of the talent. And, uh, you know, but the guys we do have, um, they are incredibly hardworking. And I tell them that going up against a team like this, it's a great life lesson. You're going to go up against a lot of lulls in your life, uh, proverbially. And so you always put your best foot forward. You never know what could happen. You wrestle and you compete and you do as much as you can and you know, let, let the chips fall where they may. So tonight we're going in there with a full heart. We're going to walk out of there with our heads held high, no matter the outcome. And uh, hopefully we punch a ticket. Are you going to Lowell tonight? No, we're at Kennewa Hills. Kennewa Hills. So okay. we're not going into the belly of the beast. Okay. We're going to Kennewa Hills and uh, regional semifinals. So we're at the regionals. We're, we're, we're there. We're top 32 in the state and um, Hey, we're going to compete. So All right. Good luck to you, sir. Yep. So we're going to head over there and, and see how that shakes out. So uh, John, comes to our Ranger Recommendations segment of the show. And uh, my Ranger Recommendation, I've, we've used it before, and can't say enough good things about this establishment, the Cascade Roadhouse. But there's something new that I think everybody needs to know about. Oh, really? And yes, the Cascade Roadhouse is now serving brunch. Oh, they have a new brunch menu? Or yes. they open earlier? They're open earlier, that? and they have a new brunch menu. Okay. So I think you need to check out their times, but uh, yes, it is open for brunch, and I am very much looking forward to it. The Rabidou family, uh, the masterminds behind the whole Cascade Roadhouse, uh, the new establishment, new to me if you've been in Cascade your entire life, yeah, right? It, it's been around for a while. So for my sure. dad, my dad, when when my parents first moved here in 1980, uh, when you know living out off of Whitneyville Road was like the boonies, right? Yeah. He tells stories about how Cascade Roadhouse was not Cascade Roadhouse. It was Ben's Bar. So to you old Cascade residents. Ben's ben, Bar. Ben's Bar. And they would have like Friday night arm wrestling. And he would go down there and arm wrestle on Friday nights. I'm, I'm sure you know how that by went. that. Yeah. He, I bet he won. <laughs> he, he did. And he'd win money. And you would go down there on Friday nights and, and arm wrestle. I, I believe it was Friday nights, but he would go down there. It was... You know, not as genteel no. as your more local well, establishments I, When I now. first came in uh, around 2005, I moved to the Cascade area, and that it was already the Cascade Roadhouse, but I remember it had... For sure. It was that back room area um, yep. was a little bit more um, like live music, karaoke kind of thing. There was kind a of guy, cavernous. Yeah, there was a guy that dressed like Elvis that was there constantly. Yes. Uh, he was a local like uh, stable, a staple, as far as I know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's changed quite the, a bit over this, the interim this, here. 
the the under the rabbitus and i don't want to denigrate anything beforehand but the under the rabbitus leadership um it has really blossomed into a kind of a core of our of our community in cascade and prior to that i can remember you know after wrestling practice if i had a good practice we'd we'd swing by there with a few dads and get mozzarella sticks and i didn't realize it at the time it was like a reason for my dad to have a cold one with oh yeah some wrestling dads yep and um you know we'd get mozzarella sticks and some potato wedges and it was very much like kind of like frozen reheated oh like gordon food service kind very of stuff much, right no, yeah very much gordon foods but now the menu is spectacular they're they're bang thai shrimp and their um, French dip. I mean, their whole menu is... Yeah, you and I have gone there a couple of times and just ordered appetizers and possibly some other adult beverages, but they have a great appetizer menu. Yeah, they it's do. a great place. They do. It is, it is a great place. So now you can go there for brunch, and I encourage so you to So are we talking like um, mimosas and I think, crepes? I think or? in their very first ad, they had a mimosa. They had a, right, a champagne glass. So if you're into mimosas, is, are mimosas a thing? I mean, it's not not my biggest thing, but uh, yeah, they're they're fine. Yeah, yeah they're fine with a little champagne with, with, and oranges. Lots of people like that. So go check go check it out. Uh, definitely recommend that. And and circling back, it, oh John, yes. your Ranger recommendation. Well, I mean, there's so many to choose from in Ranger Country, and we've already talked about uh, the majority of Ranger Country at this point. But I do have to give a shout out to the Garage Bar. I don't know how long ago we've talked about them. I think That's we about a we year have ago. mentioned them. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean, it was great from right, right, right from the start. There's one downtown, and now we have the one in Ada. It was a little loud early on because they didn't have great sound deadening, but now the the place is awesome. I love going there. They They've put got, it up. The, they put up the sound. Deadening. They did. They put it underneath the chairs and they put it on the ceiling and stuff. So now it's not crazy loud in there. Great service. I went in there the other day and, and just sat at the bar and had some appetizers, and um, I really enjoyed that place. It's very conveniently located. It's a little hard to find parking, but I like to go to the municipal building on the other side of the gas station, park over there, and, and walk over. Yes, and, I do the uh, same. So, uh, yeah, I would say the, the Ada Garage Bar is a great And staple. that, too, has kind of become the anchor of the, of the village there. And uh, I, that's, that's been a favorite spot for after wrestling events and after, um, you know, meetings and, and this and that. I, garage Bar, I, and I tend to get the gyro every time I go there and get the squeaky wheels, which are the fried cheese curds, every time I go there. I like I need the mushrooms myself. I need to try a mushrooms. burger there. You like the fried mushrooms? I do. They're huge. Absolutely huge. If you like fried mushrooms, which it's it's a there's a select group of us, but uh, they are massive. I think they're called like the hubs or something like that because they're the size of a wheel hub. That's that's but. great. Yeah, Ada Garage Bar, fantastic place. Check out both Roadhouse Brunch, um, Ada Garage Bar dinner, lunch, or uh, anything beyond that. Um, one more thing I wanted to add about the Ada uh, Cascade Bugle is the new edition that will be coming out uh, late February. We are going to be doing a special edition on. Uh, the Thornapple Valley Baseball League. Okay. And we're going to be talking about the upcoming vintage game. But we're also going to have a spot where you can help contribute. We'll have a QR code on the uh, on the back page. And simply use the QR code. It will take you to a link. And if you could find it in your deepest heart of hearts to contribute uh, a small amount to a medium size to a large amount, uh, it would it would go a long way. If you see value in small local newspapers and bringing our community together through an uplifting local newspaper, please contribute, and it is much appreciated. It'll take you to that link in a, a, to a secure uh, payment site, and uh, it'll help us keep the paper going. We're, we're on our sixth edition. My goal is to make it through the year uh, with 12 editions, and then assess the situation from there but uh certainly we're we're into february and march should be exciting so yeah, very help cool. us out 
Very cool. It's a, it's a cool uh, little project that you've put together. I, I enjoy writing, uh, you know, articles in it. You are a contributor. You I know. are you are a big contributor. Our colleague, or our colleague uh, Lisa Penninga, also writes book reviews for it, and uh, several people from the the Sports Report from Tony Saltini's class are yep, writing the in Central it. Central Trend has made their way in there. And We're all technically published authors now, if you can uh, believe that. So of course, <laughs> that's great. But uh, anything else, John, uh, on your mind about the area or happenings here in Forest Hills and Ranger Country? No, you know, it's been I, I, it's been great to get back on the mics and, and chat it up a little bit, Brad. I do, I feel uh, a bit of a hankering. I feel like we, we did our sandwich, um, you know, like March Madness sandwich selection, I think it was last year. You remember yes, that? Yes, we did. I yeah. was thinking maybe with all this appetizer talk, we should do a, uh, we should do a bracket with local John, appetizers. Done. You know? We got the Nighthawk, we got JT's, we got all these lovely places in Ada. I'm going... Uh, yes, I've yeah. got a bus ride today over to, to Kennewa Hills. I've already got the match figured out, so we're we, gonna. We I'm gonna start. Some I'm gonna start doing here. some uh, some some bracketology yeah. for the local appetizers. That is brilliant, John. Brilliant. So looking forward to that. When when we come back, we will begin the appetizer March Madness bracket, and we hope to get some input from our listeners. So until we meet again. I hope you do three things. Use good judgment. If you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong, it's probably wrong. And nothing good happens after midnight, Ranger Country. It's great to be back. It is good to be back. And I want you to do one thing. Go out there and be the change that you want to see in the world. And assume positive intentions while you're at it. Have a great day, Rangers. Take care. Good to see you.